It is Party Time Mom Tuesday, 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 Monday's Hangover. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Brather Show. We are in the Mothership, which is Studio 22, flying into the nether regions of all things. Crazy. Uh, listen to me, guys. I hate that uh, we actually had to pre-tape yesterday's episode because yesterday was chock full of events between uh, Let's Go Brandon and uh, Brandon Brown, of course, that's his name, isn't it, Brown? Mm-hmm. Brandon Brown, who won the NASCAR race and the F Joe Biden stuff. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that today. And then, of course, Facebook shutting down and Mark Zuckerberg losing like $7 billion of his personal wealth. How's it feel to be in Facebook jail? Facebook? Uh, I loved that. I loved it. Uh, Jennings and, of course, Lisa Page sitting at the pub Hanging out. Good to see your smiling faces, you Here guys. we are, together again. So, good to be here smiling. It, it's so good. And uh, welcome to the show, Blaze contributor, Jill Savage. Thank you. It's, right. I'm so excited to be here. I say by far, you have you have the best show, laid back, yes. atmosphere. Like, it's just, it's it's fun. Tell I love me, it. Tell me. Flattery will get you everywhere. You were yeah. dropping Seven Brides for Seven Brothers references before on That's the show. True. I was like, this is perfect. This yeah. is where I should be. This is this is a very Renaissance show. People don't realize it. Like, don't let the cowboy hat fool you, right? There, there's there's some culture under here. Uh, like, I had a guy the other day. I did an event. I did a political event, and this guy came at me, and he was like kind of attacking me and stuff. And he had some some pretty strong things to say. And uh, I was like, "Don't talk." I said to him, "I said, don't talk to me without all your teeth, sir." And, and so, like, I know culture when I see it. So, welcome to the show. I hope Thank that. You. Um, you're going to be with us uh, tonight and, of course, tomorrow night as well. Yeah. I'm glad you're hanging out, and uh, I'm glad you're doing more and more stuff with the Blaze. You you have been uh, in the world of sports for a long time. Yeah, for 13, 14 years uh, back in the uh, the Pac-12 network, but now yeah. you have to be vaxxed to work there. They, Is that the deal? They, well, they got rid of reporters last year during COVID, and then they just never brought them back. And then they're like, but if you are going to work here, get the jab or else. So I was like, well— even if COVID didn't happen, you know, like th- yeah. with them getting rid of reporters, I still would have been out. So Insanity. Yeah. So now I, I found people that like me instead. I know. Well, that's like, you'll never have to worry about that here at The Blaze. Exactly. You'll never have to worry about that. And I will tell everybody, too, on, on that reminds me, sign up at blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad. I think it still works. Um, I, 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 but I know blazetv.com slash Chad. I, I, I still technically, I think, work here. I think I'm welcome. <laughs> they let me in the building. Like, I don't have a security card anymore because they took my code away uh but and i they somebody's usually coming in or out so uh i think i'm still supposed to be here but i'm glad you're here do the the checks still cash like that's that's all uh, that really matters well, we'll find well, out because they pay quarterly <laughs> they'll know and i think we're coming up on that i think i'll have to count on my fingers you'll but, know how but, much they actually like you then. i know i know well i'll know uh when it's time to re-up this contract that's that's the deal so uh they called me the other day and they're like you know we're gonna do it right we're gonna and i'm like sure you are sure i don't know scary scary times but i'm getting calls and messages from people every day like employees that work for american airlines who are saying man i've been working here for 20 years and now they're expecting the vaccine and everywhere i go you got these medical professionals are losing their jobs it's it's happening so Medi- oh yeah, the blah blah blah. It's not supposed to say the the V word. Yeah, medical professionals yeah. who we all loved and adored last year when we were in the thick of COVID, and now this year they're like, oh, but if you don't get the jab, you're yeah. out. Well, I-, I thought we we appreciated them and we we honored them for their service and we loved them, but now if you don't do this one thing, 
not all you heroes can't have wear your capes, job anymore. Right. Or they also all, not all heroes get to keep their jobs either. So that's uh, it's insanity that's out there. And you know what I think is coming, Lisa? I think they're going to start demanding Now I'm just going to prophesy here for a minute. I, I bet you they're going to start requiring proof of vaccine before they'll even let you use services like social media or trade stocks and stuff like investments. maybe maybe your store should start printing up little cards that you could laminate that's <laughs> believe it or not we've got them coming chad on blaze.com chad on blaze.com we got your health cards coming we also have a new shirt on there i'll let you go find it and see what it is chad on blaze and of course uh my place i've got pronouns the shit <laughs> you got some lady the other day she commented on there she goes the is not a pronoun <laughs> thank you <laughs> right Byron. she probably identifies as they so exactly exactly uh when we we're gonna take a break but when we come back i'm gonna take you guys to nashville for a minute we're gonna hang out with our buddy uh jason whitlock there in his studio uh the show is fearless it's also on a Blaze Network, as well as where podcasts are offered. So we're going to hang out with Jason Whitlock for a minute. But before we do it, a break. Not so long ago, companies were solely existing to provide products and services. Customers spent their money in return for a product or a service, and almost overnight, everything changed. Many corporations have become vessels for anti-American and anti-family propaganda. Few companies have had the courage to stand up for America, for Christian values, and our Constitution. One of the first was Patriot Mobile. Love those guys. They're the broadest nationwide coverage uh, out there, and they use the same towers as all the major carriers so you're going to get the same great service plus they got plans to fit in every budget uh, they've got a 100 u.s based customer service team with the highest rating among wireless carriers and more importantly patriot mobile they're going to share your values and support organizations fighting for religious freedom and constitution the constitution sanctity of life veterans and first responders so what i want you to do is go to patriotmobile.com chad or call 972-PATRIOT. You get free activation with offer code CHAD. I spell it CHAD. They've got the special discounts for veterans and first responders. Support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares traditional family values. PatriotMobile.com slash CHAD or call 972-PATRIOT. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Let's roll out to Dallas and bring in uh, my fellow Blaze TV host, Chad Prather. He's written a hilarious new book, Am I Crazy? And uh, Chad, I'm gonna answer the question. <laughs> you are crazy, but just because you're crazy doesn't mean you're wrong. And there's some good stuff in this book, but first I want you, What's the point of Am I Crazy? What are you trying to do here? This is laced with humor. You're trying to use humor to make a point, but tell us a little bit about your book, and then I got some specific questions. You bet. Thank you for having me on, Jason. It's good to see you, man. And, uh, you know, I had this idea a couple of years ago. I said, obviously, the world is spiraling downward in, in a level of insanity that I don't know that history's ever known. And uh, we've given it a label, this ideology. Uh, we call it wokeness. And so, I wanted to write something that, uh, as the as the cover says, an unapologetic patriot takes on the insanity of today's woke world, and it really has 
been, been normalized, this insanity. So, either I'm crazy or the, or the entire world is crazy. And so, this is a, an opportunity to kind of take a, a logical look, if you can even define it as logical, but take a look at this craziness that we call culture and this, as I called it, a downward spiral. And uh, and try to make some sense out of it. You know, I uh, I've always tried to take common sense, or at least what I consider to be common sense, wrap it in a little bit of humor, make it an easier pill to swallow. And I think we were able to accomplish that in the pages of this book. Uh, it's it's a good toilet read, I can tell you that. I mean, the chapters are short, they're insightful, they're witty. Uh, you, you you might even read two chapters. It depends on what you had for dinner the night before. It's a series of essays, and you're right. It's easy. It's easy to digest. And it's humorous. Do, do you mind me saying that I'm, a, you know, I'm, a, I'm gonna say a lot of inappropriate shit during this interview, Chad? I just want to tell you that. <laughs> I tend to bring that out of people, some Jason. Of, yeah, some of your excerpts take me there, and I'm about to uh, reveal a couple. But am I wrong, Shamika? For I'm sitting here looking at uh, Chad. And I, I just want to say, just a good old boy, <laughs> never meaning no harm. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Dukes of Hazard. I'm sure he looks at me and thinks of Training Day. I tell a lot of people I was the star of the movie Training Day. Didn't okay. Washington. Yeah, I, I said, see obviously it. that. Mm-hmm. Did you dress? You see these cowboy boots Shamika has on? Did you dress up? Uh, just for because Chad was coming on, is that why you put the cowboy boots on? I did, although I wasn't sure if he liked chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, there's a lot of fun, as Jason said, a lot of inappropriate things I could say, but those boots look good on you. Trust me, let's just leave it at that. I, you know, you talk about the woke world. People, people get uh, what I say. They get a. Uh, uh, make a slip of the lip and get hung by the tongue, right? You wind up tying a knot with your tongue. You can't untie with your teeth. So I'm just going to leave it right there. Those boots, those boots look good on you. And, uh, and right. chocolate is, is a fantastic flavor. <laughs> and, and listen, Chad, don't, don't hold back here because I'm telling you, the stuff I'm about to say uh-huh. uh, will be far more inappropriate than anything you say. I want to start here. You have an a, a essay about Colin Kaepernick. Uh, and you, I'm going to quote directly from your book, a dude fro who got famous not for being a good football player, but for having the bravery to rise from his millionaire status in his upper middle class upbringing and rain down righteous verbal fire on the men and women of America's police forces by referring to them as racist pigs. And, and this really hits home for me. Obviously, I'm a sports guy. But also, I'm someone that just finds this absolute lunacy that the guy could be abandoned by his natural parents, a white woman and an alleged black man, although there's no proof uh, of who the dad was, but be adopted by a middle class suburban white family and basically saved by this middle class white family. And that's the guy that has concluded that America is irredeemably racist that kind of hypocrisy bothers the hell out of me, uh, Chad. Yeah, and, and I could summarize that chapter by saying Colin Kaepernick is an asshole. Uh, that, that's the best way <laughs> I know to categorize a person like Colin Kaepernick. And, and you know, you remember Colin Kaepernick, who, who in all of his uh, blame shifting and blame gaming of trying to make uh, himself look like a victim and folks like it. I mean, you talk about winning the lottery. I mean, coming out of a potential very unfortunate life situation, uh, you know, and, and but winning the lottery in life and then to deign yourself as an oppressed human being. Uh, he's living the American dream, quite honestly. Um, wokeism, this is a perfect example. Wokeism 
uh, it can pay, right? Typically, we say get woke, go broke. Uh, it can pay. Uh, it could cost you your career, but you know you can. You know, there's a few folks out there, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, those kind of guys. They come to mind. But uh, the hypocrisy, as you said, it is here's a guy who wants to talk about the oppression of a certain group of people in America, and then he releases through Nike uh, a pair of tennis shoes that are well above a hundred dollars uh, a pair and you know i don't know who is is coming out clamoring for these shoes but i got a feeling it's not the folks in the inner city uh that are that are running to the nike stores to, to get a pair of these so this is the kind of thing that i say we've normalized this kind of craziness and we what i what i keep saying it, it on every level like we got to stop giving a voice and a level of celebrity to morons people like aoc People like Beto O'Rourke, people like Colin Kaepernick, they offer nothing on the cultural scale. They really don't. But we celebrate, we celebrate their idiocy and make them into something and actually give them a voice. And, and the shame is on us. It was, hey, we were talking earlier in this show about Bubba Wallace, the mm-hmm. NASCAR driver who uh, I started out the show. But he, he's basically starring in a media movie half black to the future and they think that if if they take Bubba Wallace back in history to the 1950s and 60s they're trying to pretend like that's what he's living in today and it's the media it's it's Hollywood that's driving a lot of this when I when I read your rant about Colin Kaepernick I'm gonna tell you what I first thought of is uh the last season of The Bachelor where they took this Rachel Kirkconnell right. uh-huh. that, uh, you know, put on a, a old school dress or whatever, went to an antebellum pa- uh, party and, and, and they called her racist. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, hold up. This is a relatively attractive white woman mm-hmm. on national TV in pursuit of a black penis for the rest of her life. How is that? How is she racist? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I've been telling women, I've been telling women for a long time, black sperm is the black scene. Uh-huh. Once you take the black scene, no one can call you racist anymore. Yeah. Rachel Kirkconnell took the black scene. Right. They believe in the vaccine. It works. It prevents racism. <laughs> if she took Matt James's black scene, how can she be racist? Right. She's not at all. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, listen, she was willing yeah. to allow allow him to go south of the Mason-Dixon line, right? Uh, so th- that's uh, the concept. That's integration right there. That, that's what and it that's is. That's change right? we can believe in. That That is something I can get behind. 100%. And, and no pun intended, quite literally. I, anyway, Uh-oh. hey, listen, right. listen. Th- this is the insanity of the world we're living in, right? It, it, if you could, you could pick any topic right now, any topic, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, it, it could be, you know, the extinction of some woodpecker out in California, right? You apply, you can apply racism to it. You can, you can, you can make it something that is going to demonstrate white saviorism or supremacy or white priority or any of these things. And that's exactly what they're doing. If you want to get talked about, if you want to get headlines, if you want to be mentioned, you just apply racism to it. That's the world we're living in. And unfortunately, the word racism and the concept of it has become, to use a phrase, white noise. Nobody's paying attention to it anymore. Uh, You know, I tell my audiences all the time, I'm like, look, 
if you're a white person in America and you have conservative values or leanings, they're going to call you a racist. So just go ahead and just take the name, right? Because when they call you that, that's their way of labeling you so they can put you in a box, put you on the shelf, and they don't have to deal with you anymore. To give you a label categorizes you. And, of course, being a racist, being a Nazi, being a supremacist, being a xenophobe, a homophobe, you own down the list. It's insane. That's just not the real world we live in. But the media and uh, television and all of these, that's what they want you to believe. The Colin Kaepernick's of the world, the Bubba Wallace's of the world, who which, hey, congratulations, he won a race. Uh, and Michael Jordan, who is part owner of his, his race team, said he's never been so proud of someone in his life. Give me a damn break. Uh, the, guy, <laughs> the guy drives a car. Bubba Wallace is another uh, picture of privilege, if I, if I can be so bold, uh, in, in terms of his family, his upbringing, his opportunities that are there. To claim oppression is absolute asinine. Well, as I said, he's backed by Michael Jordan and McDonald's. Yeah. I don't know if there's two bigger brands in America than Michael Jordan and McDonald's. Uh, Shamika, I'm a little bit surprised. I need you to go here with me on Rachel Kirkconnell and Matt James because I'm not done with this this topic and this hypocrisy of the whole Bachelor deal. Here, here's my issue with Matt James, who mm-hmm. I think is suspect. This man sat on national TV and they let them drag this woman who he apparently loves or claims to love mm-hmm. or whatever. I just can't relate to this era of men, right, and particularly black men, because any man that any of my friends, if they had found a picture of their girlfriend in one of them summer dresses, looking like an antebellum, whatever, they would have got on the phone and said, hey, baby girl, put that dress on, don't put no panties on, <laughs> and come over here, and we're going to play Buck in the Big House. Okay, right, <laughs> right. If you don't know, I'm going to teach you how to play Buck in the Big House. I'm going to be a runaway slave running all through these panties, uh, <laughs> all through all of this. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man, we've turned everything into racism. You can't tell me that some white woman on national TV from the South in pursuit of a black husband, they made her racist. If they can do that, they can do it to anybody. Again, oh, for it's, sure. Yeah. It's no different than me. You listen to the media, I don't do anything. Generally speaking, my career has been defined by me showing up and creating jobs for black people. Mm-hmm. And they call, oh, he's a sellout. He don't like black people. Everywhere I go, black people get jobs. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this, this. Yeah, it's it's crazy, you know. And I'm pretty sure she likes men tied up. So they really could have acted that out and had a good time, you know. I like being tied up, so I, I okay. would think that someone that's been doing it for a long time, okay, has no issue with it. Hey, Jason. So, uh, Chad, I'm Jason. I want to come to Nashville, man. Y'all got some y'all yeah. got some fun fantasies going on right here. I, I like where your head's at. I'm coming to Nashville. Jamaica, well, holla at your boy. I, I'll just say, yeah, my audience may be a little shocked because listen, I certainly lean in to my Christian faith, but one of the reasons we wanted to have you on and was wanted to talk about your book is because I believe there are two groups or two professions that have let America down. Two professions are legalized to speak uncomfortable truths. Ministers and comedians. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to create space for everybody else to have uncomfortable, truthful conversations. Ministers from the pulpit 
are supposed to say things that no one else is supposed to say, and comedians on a stage are supposed to say uncomfortable things, truths, and, and both of these groups in the mainstream, the biggest stars have abandoned their roles and everybody just wants to make sure no, they don't offend anyone and no one says anything that can be misconstrued over social media. And that's why I think your book is important. I think what you do is important on your podcast and on your show. We, we gotta, ministers and comedians have to stand up and be honest and truthful again. Yeah. And that's what my show, and again, <laughs> I lean into my faith and I talk about my, but there's a comedic side of me. There's a Richard Pryor side of me that sometimes I gotta let out and you gave me the perfect excuse today uh, to let some of that out there. And I'm sure some, oh my God, Whitlock's a Christian, but you talking about the black scene. Well, I'm sorry, Christians get hard-ons too. And Christians like to laugh at, at silly jokes too. And I'm gonna make some. Yeah. Hey, listen, I, I, you know, look, I'm, I'm involved not only in, in political media, but doing comedy, doing political humor. And then also, uh, you know, uh, I'm running for state office right now in the state of Texas. So so when I go online or I go out and do shows, people want to they criticize me. Oh, you can't make that joke. I mean, the other day I made a joke after Bette Midler came out and said that she was going to boycott sex. I'm like, nobody wants to have sex with Bette Midler. But I made a post the other day. I said, man, I woke up this morning really wanting to have sex with Bette Midler, and now I can't do it. And people lost their damn minds over it. Uh, you know, George Carlin and Lenny Bruce and those guys in the early 20th or in the mid 20th century, they were they were going to jail over comedy comedy and you mentioned the pulpit and and also the stage you know comedy i believe is has been that last bastion of free speech that place where you can go up there and you could try things and you could fail and you could be offensive i built an entire brand you can go to watchchad.com and check it out called unapologetic patriot and i'll have people i had somebody at an event last week who came to me and said we want you to apologize for this phrase you used and i said absolutely not over my dead body i'm not apologizing for words uh that that's not i've dead I refuse to do that. I'm unapologetic. So when you have these comedians that want to come out and do this mass apology tour, um, like what's the little little short dude that was on Oprah and everybody else talking about some gay joke he made on Twitter 10 years ago. I, I'm like, why in the world? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yeah. Why? I'm, I'm like, I, I'd be damned if I'm going to be Kevin Hart running around apologizing to everybody. He's on Ellen. Like who made Ellen the gay police? Like you got to go on there and she's going to absolve you of your gay sins of making gay jokes. <laughs> it, I mean, this is it is stupid that be these people that pander like this. I mean, if you want to cancel me, cancel me. But I ain't apologizing for anything. I don't care if you're white, black, gay, skinny, trans. I don't care if you I don't care what you are. I don't care if you're hot, you're ugly. Look, I'm going to make fun of myself nine out of ten times. I'm certainly going to make fun of you. So if you can't understand that, stay out of the clubs, don't go to the comedy shows, because that's the whole point, is to make us uncomfortable, offend us a little bit with real truth, and to make us, uh, it, to, to affect cultural change, right? But now we got such soft-skinned, beta-soy cuck males out there. You talk about being a man, like, this is what's wrong, right? The old, the old hop quote who said, you know, hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. We're headed into hard times because what? They, they labeled us as toxic masculinity. We make a joke about sex or, 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 you know, any kind of bravado that we have out there. They call that toxicity. Real masculinity, Jason, you guys know this, real masculinity isn't toxic. And if it's toxic, it's not masculine. So I say, hey, you know, let the hair on your chest hang out. Quit shaving your pubes, man. Uh, be a man. 
Uh, let that thing dangle like a mushroom trying to survive in tall weeds. But be a man. Own it. Stink a little bit. It's okay. Rub a little funk on it. Be a man. I like and don't worry about who you offend. Too. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Shamika, you married? No, I'm not. All right, I'm coming to Nashville. You, Chad, do you know her nickname? We call her Shamoke Show. Shamoke <laughs> Show. All right. Hey, look, if you, if you can handle... She ha- definitely if, brings the heat. If, if you can handle so, a redneck, Chad. if you can handle a redneck like me, a country boy that grew up in the woods. Listen, I'm so country. I got a, I got a cousin that got arrested for a, at a cockfight for selling chicken salad sandwiches without a food permit. That's how country we are. Uh, I'm telling you, I'll let, I'll let you mull that one around a little bit. Uh, the chicken, the chicken. Well, you talked about growing pubic hair. You know that's good for exfoliating the skin. Uh, right, so, exactly. You got to rub it all, all over yourself. It. It's like a loofah. Pubic hair is like yeah. a loofah. So, do you know if God is black or white, Chad? Is, is Let God? me tell you, black man, white man, arguing yeah. over what color God is. White man says, I know for sure God is white. <laughs> black man said, oh, are you crazy? God is black. I know for sure he's black. White man said, look, it's right in the word. God is white. Black man says, not in the word. How, what do you mean? White man said, listen, God said, I am that I am. That's how you know he's white. If he was black, he would have said, I is that I is. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's proof text right there. You take it to the bank. That's the best exegesis I've ever heard of the Bible. (laughs) You may have just gotten us in trouble. I don't don't know if you can get any more trouble than me in the black scene. I'm coming Uh, to Nashville. You got a problem with smelly women, though. You got a problem with smelly women that the older... Yeah. The odor is part of the patriarchy or yeah, matriarchy? We, what is it? We got a chapter. We got a chapter in this book about smelly women, right? Because that's another thing of wokeism. Again, if you just apply these certain terms and labels to everything, it becomes relevant. So, you know, last year they came out with this thing that they said that women using deodorant, this was an actual news story. Women using deodorant, uh, that was a sign of subjugation by the by the patriarchy because apparently men wanted their women to smell better and this was a way for women to please their men which i say look get out there and rub some stank on it i don't i mean do like when napoleon was coming home from his war he wrote to josephine his wife and said i'm coming home and i'll be home in two weeks do not bathe apparently he liked a little funk uh it's so i say don't brush your teeth don't wipe your ass don't do any of this stuff just just let the let the loose end drag man don't shave your legs don't do anything uh let's get in some wild freaky jungle stuff but that's okay uh you do you and and i at the end of the day i'll hold my nose and wade into it (laughs) so you'll you'll go through the bush you'll fight through the through the bush to wade in the water that's right. You've right. seen Indiana Jones, had you? Come in there with a machete and a whip. <laughs> All right, you know what? I'm I never I'm coming on Jason this. Whitlock's show ever again, I can tell you. Yeah. I think I'm on. Y'all brought out the bad side of me. Tomorrow I can't wait to get back to Bo- Pastor Bobby Harrington and Pastor Anthony Walker if they'll have anything to do with me. There you We've go. We made a bunch of inappropriate jokes here. Chad, thank you so much for the time. Everyone go out and get his book, Am I Crazy? Yes, he's crazy. But wokeism and this little social justice warrior culture we built is far crazier, and it's driving people like Chad and myself crazy. Absolutely. Thank I love you. both of you guys.
Always good hanging out with my buddy, uh, Jason Whitlock. He brings the, the devil out of me, but uh, it's funny. And uh, it is a good book. I want you to get it. Pre-order it right now where books are sold. Hey, listen, it's crazy how fast the prices of just about everything are rising. Gas, groceries, clothes, you name it. All the experts are saying it's going to get worse before it gets better. I've been looking at all the ways I can personally cut costs. One of the ways that I love to save is with auto insurance. I went to Gabby. Gabby, uh, listen, if you're shopping for auto insurance, that process sucks. Uh, Gabby's going to take that hard work out of the way for you. Uh, the things that would take days of, or weeks of research, Gabby does it for you in minutes, and they're going to use your current policy to compare your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers, progressive nationwide travelers. They're the one true comparison platform with fast, verifiable quotes, not ballpark guesses. And because Gabby uses your current coverage, they only show policies that are the same or better than your current coverage, many of them at a lower price. And Gabby's free to use, and they never sell your info, so you don't have to worry about the robocalls or the spam or the sales call. Uh, Gabby helped me find the right policy, saved me a ton of money, gave me all the quotes, and I was able to pick very easily and quick. Uh, people who switch to Gabby usually save about $80 a month versus their current policy. That's a lot. So I want you to uh, go and visit them today, see if they can save you some money. Go to Gabby.com slash watchchad, Gabby.com, G-A-B-I, dot com slash watch chad go there jill chad oh my god this weekend was just chock full of insanity right okay so the Kristen cinema thing we got to mention it because i'm here everybody's been talking about them following her in the bathroom right right and do we have a little clip of that i don't want to see the whole thing but let me just get pissed off over this we need a build back better plan right now we we're not gonna do it we need she just wants to poop. We knocked on doors for you to get you elected. Okay, just that's enough. You elected, How <laughs> creepy is it that they just follow her in with cameras into yeah. a bathroom stall? And she just kept going to the stall. Like what, she was well, gonna I mean, hike she up had that to sun. go. Like, what do you do? <laughs> like, you're not, you're not like, oh, I don't have to go anymore. No, I had to go. I mean, this, this is a clown world we're living in, right? Which, look, I'm no fan of Kristen Cinema, but I. The, that sounded like some of your people, actually, Chris. We'd knock on doors for you. Yeah, it did sound like my people. <laughs> it's just, it was highly upsetting. But isn't this, isn't this what the left wants? To hold everybody accountable? That's what they said. That's what right? Maxine Waters said. Hey, if, if they are in the restaurant, you go ahead and you attack them. Impeach 45! Impeach! Cinema's it, not voting the way that they want, so they no. have to get her back in line. Same with Joe Manchin. And you're going to tell me, uh, it, this is actually, this infrastructure bill, right? This, um, they keep saying it's like a 3.7. It's really more like five and a half trillion dollars, right? The money doesn't exist. Uh, it, it, nobody's read any of this bill. Nobody's read this thing. It's that. You have to pass the bill to know what's in the bill. <laughs> right. I mean, this thing is like reading six Bibles. It, there's no way. They certainly haven't read it. They are not up to speed on this deal. Uh, but they're going to go in there. Like, I would, like, I keep telling people, like, especially where emotionally I am these days, if you follow me in the bathroom, you're going to catch a lot of good viral material on, <laughs> on that camera. Because I'm going to beat your ass. And then I'm going to pee on you. <laughs> I don't 
think that that's something that you really want to push out there. Like, hey, guys, so if you do this, yeah, right. then I will come see, at you. See, this is why you, you are shouldn't the voice do of that. reason, Jill. Because I, Running I, for the governor of Texas, you shouldn't, do, you shouldn't tell the people the plan ahead of time. Follow me in. I have a good security team, though. Like, and but the thing that pissed me off. Do they go with you into the stall? They do actually. They don't oh, okay. go in the stall. That's nice. But they do. I've had. I do have. Uh, shout out to my boy James. I have James stays like right on my hip, and I have to make sure. Like I tell James, I'm like, give me six feet, man. <laughs> like you don't have to sit there against the stall door. Like just give me six feet, okay? He's he's very uh, near and dear. What an interesting life you lead. <laughs> yeah, it's something else. Give me six feet here. Yeah, I'm Come gonna on. need six feet. Uh, but the thing about it is um, Joe Biden just kind of laughed it off, right? I mean, he, he said, well, not everybody. You know, everybody that's in this process, they, they have to deal with this, right? If this had been a Trump supporter that had followed a Democrat senator into the bathroom, they would have been brought up on federal charges. They, they would have been called insurrectionists. They would have been uh, domestic terrorists, inciting violence, threat. I mean, all of this kind of stuff, right? Anyway, we're going to talk more about that. I, I want to talk more about that because the hypocrisy is so tangible. Once she got in the stall, she should have just reached her foot out and tapped on the shoe of the person standing there. Honey. That would have sent some interesting messages. <laughs> I love that they came in with the build back better messaging, though, too, yeah. right? Like, if we're going to do it, you have to be on brand. You, yeah. can't, you can't veer away like the one world government stuff. Like, stay with the messaging. So you think these are probably plants? Yeah. I mean, yeah. they all happen within so many hours of one another like you don't just go out and say oh this one random thing happened to Kristen cinema in the bathroom and then this one thing happened to her while she was on an airplane yeah. like and then this the is voters all, on joe yeah, mansion and uh, all that all of this was planned i mean yeah. anything that they do it's all like Na nancy pelosi was always saying like oh it's all astroturf none none of this is real and it's like <laughs> okay this is this is what they plan on doing yeah. is is just all this yeah. orchestrated stuff and they're like no build back better plan we we just did that out of nowhere that was just somebody that felt the need to follow kristen cinema with the into the mm -hmm. bathroom with the camera because that's normal oh, people do that gosh. all the time they're called it happens to me almost every day i can't get rid of the people always following uh, me into the they bathroom you know what i got so many people in my bathroom right now it's ridiculous <laughs> hey how will you know when you're ready to do something about your receding hairline or your bald spot uh it's the first thing you see in the morning when you look in the mirror it's time so go to keeps keeps has more five-star reviews than any comp any competitors out there hundreds of thousands of guys trust keeps for their hair loss prevention keeps offers doctor recommended fda approved hair treatment and because they're the generic versions you pay about half the cost uh, do everything online. Answer a few questions. Snap a couple pictures of your hair. A licensed doctor is going to review your info and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. It's going to be shipped to your door. And if you got any questions, they're available 24-7. You can call your Keeps doctor and track your progress uh, with the Keeps progress tracking tool. So get started with a special discount, keeps.com slash loss. They'll give you 50% off your first order of hair loss treatments. Keeps.com keeps slash loss. And we'll be right back. All right, Jill. So you're a sports reporter. Yeah. Okay. You saw this NASCAR thing. I mean, everybody. Everybody's seen the NASCAR yeah. thing. So we came out with, and this is another reason I was pissed off. Another reason I was pissed off at Glenn Beck. 
you know, we came out with our uh, Let's Go Brandon t-shirt. Watch Chad.com for all the fun stuff is. I'm not supposed to promote that, but I just did. Um, Beck's got a, he's selling a Let's Go Brandon. He saw your tweet and he's like, you know what? That's a good idea. And I'm like, we should do that. <laughs> what in the fresh hell, Beck? Maybe share the wealth a little bit. <laughs> Tax the rich. Um, you, you need to get a Tax the Rich dress. I've already done it. Oh, okay. Already done it. It's Trust me. Is this your Halloween costume? You'll see. I'll tell you (laughs) all fair. But um, so, you know, a lot of people kept going, who's Brandon? Right. They didn't see the clip. A lot of people message me who should know this. But how would you have handled that? Like she's talking to him. She's doing a live interview and the crowd starts chanting F Joe Biden. All right. Play the clip real quick. Play the clip. Moment. Brandon, you also told me can hear the chants from the, the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. You told me you were going to kind of hang back those stages and just watch and learn what right. learn that helped you there in those closing laps. Oh, my. It was uh, learning how I didn't know. It's so the best thing about obvious. It, oh, sorry. The best thing about it is it sounds like they're the ones swearing. Just the way that they're beeping it, it's exactly perfectly timed, so it sounds like the interviewer and the interviewee are swearing. It's beautiful. That's funny. It's so clear yeah. what what the crowd is saying. <laughs> so as as a reporter in that scenario, I would have just ignored it. I'd been like, I don't know if it's picking up on these microphones, but I'm going to pretend like it's not. But you right. don't actively go and say something that yeah. it's it's so incredibly obvious yeah she brought attention to it which is not something that you should be doing in that scenario and because we all have ears like this is the problem i feel like with the news even in 2021 like i know you all hear one thing but we're going to tell you it's something completely different that's a great point that's what we're doing now everywhere we turn that's a great point this is a perfect example of the news saying don't believe your eyes or your ears we're going to tell you what's being said because obviously she's trying to salvage that and there's no way she's making that mistake i mean if we could hear it that clearly she could hear it that clearly right yeah uh but brandon has come out and said he didn't want any part of this right it's like sorry bro because of her comment you're a meme now like for the rest of <laughs> you're your a career shirt, you're a meme you're a meme i mean 100 glenn beck let's go brandon i mean brandon has never had this many fans right so my brother's brandon this is his name so he's all brandon's everywhere like this is awesome we imagine have being a teacher yeah, right? in yeah. elementary school and you got a brandon in your class and having to deal with that shit all day long <sighs> uh trust me it happened um but it's been fun going around to the all these sec football games because this is happening all over america right now you want to tell me that this is the guy that got more votes than anybody in the history of the united states (laughs) no and this is what we see especially you know in the south like oh it's amazing i love it this is this is definitely a trend i can stand behind I don't know. I love it. I think it's so unfair because Joe Biden's done such a good job since he got in. Everything he's touched has just turned to gold. I don't know if you know this or not. He's great at eating ice cream, though. Yeah. He's got that down. He's yeah. good at that. Yeah, he's and touching little girls. What was the meme about him like, uh, it, it must be nice to not have to worry about getting an ice cream headache? <laughs> yeah, there's no brain. No brain freeze. All right. Uh, make me feel guilty. Give me a TikTok. Let's have it. Come on. Maybe. Well oiled machine. Three. I wear a mask to school. I wear a mask to school. Hi ho, 
the dairy, oh, I wear a mask to school. It helps to keep me safe. It helps to keep me safe. Hi ho, the dairy, oh, it helps to keep me safe. It keeps my friends safe. It keeps my friends safe. Hi ho, the dairy, oh, it keeps my friends safe. The kids are feeling it. Let me see a hooray. Put your hands up in the air. You know how I wish that video would have ended? You know, I watched the movie uh, Species over the weekend. It just happened to be on when I flipped on the TV the other night. And, you know, the Natasha Henstridge where they kind of created her in a lab or whatever. She was an alien life force. And then she has this baby, right? She And, and it's it's an it's, – it's, it, the the uh what's the lazy eye guy a uh, Forrest Whitaker he's like he's like the empath right and he walks up to the baby and he's like it's okay it's okay so it's gonna be okay and then it, the thing just went crazy like and, and just turned into an alien and tried to eat him and I was like I wish that these kids would have just become little zombie babies and just would have attacked this teacher and just be like hi ho the dairy on this bitch and then chewed her throat out and just like blood was going all over the camera and it kind of fell over you know how the camera just kind of falls over and you could still see the scene going on because the cameraman's now dead too. And and these they're just Gen Z, uh, literally whatever you want to call them, they just <laughs> the the variant got them, and now they became like I am legend, and they're yeah. hoo, 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 and they just eat her head and her brains and all of this stuff. Like that's that's hi, uh, and like you would just hear like the old record player on a like crusty speaker just play. Oh, oh yeah, this is like an M like M Night Shyamalan movie. He's explaining like right a now. total spook movie, yeah. right? Yeah. It, it just, just, ooh, just, just devoured. That's the way, because folks, this is child abuse. One hundred percent, this is child abuse. And now you're, this, this is like giving Joe Biden ice cream, right? You go out there and you make a little statement. You can have your chocolate, 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 but chocolate chip. The teacher just went out there, and clearly she was the only one that cared about it. She thought it was a good enough idea to put it on tape as mm. well. And the kids are like. All right, let me, like, I'll sing along for, like, the first few. One of them had his mask down for the first, like, third of the video. <laughs> yeah, and, but by the end, she's the only one singing. Like, the kids don't care about this. And yeah. like you say, pure propaganda. That's all this is. And I'm pretty sure the song was racist. I don't know why, but I can figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, there, Hi-Ho the Dario, that's obviously talking about some Southern there's farmer. There's something mm-hmm. in there that has yeah, to be racist. Gotta be. That, pro- mm-hmm. that, that farmer in the Dell, he probably owned black people or something. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, let's call it what it if is. Not, Get, his ancestors definitely, definitely did. Definitely You know what? I don't know what the Dario is, but I guarantee you it involved oppression. <laughs> My God, have mercy. Uh, take a quick break. We'll come back to the final segment. Be right back. We are at a tipping point in America. With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at Prestonwood.org slash chosen. All right. Whoo. All the best jokes happen during the breaks. They really do. They really do. Um, 
Don't forget, folks, you can go to chatonblaze.com. You can get some of our uh, Chad Prather Show merch. And you find out where I'm going to be. I'm going to be in Llano, Texas, uh, Buchanan Falls. Doesn't that sound? That sounds romantic. I think that's right. On Thursday night, political event there. And uh, get tickets. We're going to be in Waco at the uh, Waco Hippodrome on October 15th. Uh, we're taking the ragamuffins down there, too. We're going to have a good time. And then on uh, the 16th, we're going to be in Montgomery, Texas, at the Boots for Troops event concert in the country. Uh, we're going to be down there. Pat Green's going to be down there. Anyway, come hang out with us. Uh, WatchChad.com has all the information. Here's another review from uh, MMA B. Howard. Okay, so update. Part of our homeschool. Oh, boy. Bold enough to speak out. It's long overdue for someone to speak out. Anyone who claims the title American should be bold like Chad so we can all continue to be Americans. If more people watch Chad, they might grow a pair. Be bold, speak out, and remind everyone what it truly means to be an American. Thank you. I was afraid you were going to uh, attack me for the things I say when you let your kids listen as a homeschool dad uh, to my <laughs> show as a civics lesson. Uh, whew, dodged it right there, Chris. Uh, but uh, leave those ratings and reviews. We only, we only take five-star ratings. You do it where podcasts are offered, specifically on Apple Podcasts. Go there today. Drive us up in the rankings. Our numbers have been down since Chris took over. Uh, and something's got to be done about that. I uh, miss Candice. Anyway, uh, Lisa. <laughs> Chris is like, you, you want to see sabotage? I'll show you sabotage. Uh, Jennings, thanks for being on. And, of course, Lisa Page, her podcast, Lisa Page, made me do it. Jill Savage, it's going to be me and you tomorrow night. We're going to get into these things, all I right? I like it. We're going to do it. Love y'all. God bless you. Join us tomorrow night for Hump Day. We'll talk to you then. Bye. Oh. <laughs> so. Thank you.